Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cisco Gambling Podcast for week four of the college football season. Uh, last week, we had a, a pretty decent week. We're riding just around uh, 500 um, on my Twitter page. We're, last week, we really did well uh, in the early morning and at night. I think we ended the day like 6-0 and or something like that at night. But the early afternoon plays, um, we might have lost a little bit there. But I think on the day, we uh, was was a very solid day. Um, the last week on my VIP page, we've been going crazy. We've gained over um, 20 units the last uh, four or five days. Putting today, we gained over 11 units. Uh, yesterday, we gained over eight units. So uh, go check it out at VIP Cisco and go follow my uh, main Twitter page where I give out free plays um, at Cisco Gambling on Twitter. Today, I give out the Phillies as a uh, minus one and a half as a five unit max bet for me, and uh, they got down five nothing and ended up coming back and winning twelve to six. So that was a winner uh, yesterday. I gave out a soccer play, uh, Leicester City um, money line, I think three units, and then uh, a baseball play for two units. So that was five units there. Uh, my VIP page made five units on the Leicester game as well because we laid the. Uh, minus one, and they end up winning two to nothing or two nil, as soccer people put it. But we've had a really good week. Um, you know, up over. I haven't gone through the whole night. We saw the Astros pending, uh, looking like they're going to lose. So um, I'm counting that as the 11 units. So I think we're going to be just over 80 units gained since. Um, uh, let's see when did I start? I think like March. So uh, just think about that, um, $100 better, you know, would be making a lot of money. So um, definitely go check it out. Um, you know, it's it's completely free right now. Uh, I haven't charged anyone a dime. Um, we're going to try, we're trying to build up our, our page a little bit before I decide to um, charge any kind of money for it. So I'm really, I'm giving out free winners every single day. You know, I post on Twitter everything I bet, or at least try to. Um, sometimes, you know, last Saturday I was out and about. So I wasn't able to post everything till I got home, you know, late at night. And uh, that's when the night, um, the night slate happened and, you know, we got a lot of winners. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. Um, starting Friday night, um, an interesting game, Wake Forest at Virginia. I'm not going to have a play in this one. If I had to lean one way, it'd be Virginia. Um, you know, Wake came come off a big win. You know, the three and zero. They killed Florida State last week, but um, everyone saw that coming. We had that on my VIP. Our Virginia played North Carolina, who looks to be figuring some things out. But um, you know, they're, they're two and one. They're laying three and a half at home. I think I would probably lean Virginia, but um, definitely not going to be making a play. My first play of the the week is weekend. Is going to be coming the Liberty Syracuse game. Uh, Liberty's laying six and a half on the road to Syracuse, whose defense seems to be um, pretty good. Uh, Syracuse had a really low expectations. If anything, I'm going to be really worried about the offense here for Syracuse, but I do like them um, getting six and a half here at home. Hopefully, maybe they'll get to seven by tomorrow night. If not, maybe we can buy it up to seven. And we're getting a touchdown at home. 
Um, you know, they're two and one, they had a chance to get the three wins here. I think their win total on the year was <clears throat> around three, so <clears throat> um you know, a chance to to get to their win total and you know already this early in the season. Um I know the running back's pretty good, but uh just you know getting getting six and a half, seven at home, I'm gonna take that. Uh, ACC team. I know Liberty's got the offense, but uh, you know defensively, you know they're not going to have the guys. So um, I think it's going to be really big for Syracuse to get a lead here early, and then hopefully you know we can uh, get the defense rolling and um, you know uh, get that covered. So I don't see that being a, a really big play for me to be honest, um, but you know definitely something on, on the Friday night slate. So. We'll have that along with some baseball. Like I said, go check that out. Um, VIP Cisco. I think we're at 33 followers right now. Uh, it is a private page, which is probably why. But uh, you know, v- VIP page. I'm wanting to keep um, it private so I can control who's um, following. So uh, definitely go check it out. I'm accepting. You know, every follow request till we get to 40. Uh, you know, maybe 50. Uh, so definitely go check it out. So Syracuse plus six and a half, maybe seven by tomorrow, will be an official play for me. Um, the next play is going to come in the Georgia Vanderbilt game. Georgia is playing thirty-five. I know, but uh, you know, definitely interested in Georgia here. Vandy is just terrible. Um, not going to be interested in laying the full game, but I am interested in Georgia first half uh, minus twenty-one and a half. You know, just they're just better than uh, Vandy, and I think as long as they don't come out uh, slow, sleepwalking, I see this being twenty-four, twenty-seven, nothing uh, in a blink of an eye. So uh, definitely going to be an official play for me. Uh, I can see it really being a big play. Um, last week, we, we well, really the whole season, we've been hitting on these uh, first half plays a lot. So uh, definitely a spot I really like. The home field advantage is nothing. I know Georgia's going to have more fans than Vandy, so uh, definitely not a problem. The next thing I want to talk about is Notre Dame-Wisconsin. No interest in this game for me. Uh, Six and a half just seems it's way too much. Um, So definitely no interest there. Lane six and a half. If if I had to play a side, I think I would take Wisconsin just because based off everyone is on Notre Dame, um, and that line just doesn't seem right. So uh, if I had to play a side, I'd probably play Wisconsin, but definitely a stay away. But my next official play is going to be Mississippi State at home plus two and a half. A play I actually really like uh, Mississippi State coming off that game last week where they really got screwed. Um, I wasn't watching it live or anything, but heard all about it. Um, so I think they're going to come out with some fire. I think LSU is really overrated. Um, you know, we've watched them. We watched them week one against UCLA, and then um, they were unimpressive in the next week. And I think on the road here in Stark Vegas, um, definitely. I don't. I don't see them being able to win on the road. Their defense isn't as good as they thought. Um, the offense is okay. But I think Mississippi State at home, coming off that spot last week, they're going to be you know fired up to play. So uh, I, re- I really do like Mississippi State in this one, so that's going to be an official pick for me. Uh, Missouri at Boston College. 
Uh, interesting game, really. Really interesting game. Maybe an underrated game there at that noon slate. Um, <clears throat> Missouri laying one and a half. Um, really no interest in that game at all. I do. I would probably lean the under, but uh, that Missouri defense has really been bad um, this season. So, but uh, obviously Boston College, they're gonna want to run the heck out of the ball with their quarterback out. So uh, we'll do some more looking into that, and by Saturday morning we might have a play on that. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. That's gonna be it for the noon slate. Um. My next play is going to be Toledo, minus five at Ball State. I know Toledo coming off that horrific loss last weekend at Colorado State. But they, we saw how they competed at Notre Dame. They really just need to get the offense going. Um, a, a good spot here. You know, these, these MAC conference games are, are huge for these teams. They get up for them. Ball State's really bad this year. Uh, so I do like Toledo to get right in a get right spot. Um Hopefully their offense can come alive and put up some points. Toledo's been a really good uh, team back in, that I have backed the last few years. So uh, maybe a, a, it could be a big play there for me, uh, honestly. The game I want to talk about, Texas a and Ar- or against Arkansas in Jerry World in Dallas. Um, Arkansas is now plus 4.5. See, that, that line's gone down a point. This is going to be a defensive battle. I would lean the under here. Uh, no official pick for me yet. That Arkansas plus four and a half seems just too easy, though. Um, with Texan A&M's backup quarterback, he looked terrible against Colorado. We had him in that game, and the quarterback got hurt, and we were screwed from there. But, um, yeah, I, I just don't – this A&M defense, though, is legit, man. And uh, – Arkansas might be a little bit overvalued here uh, just based off their win against Texas where I don't think Texas is very good, to be honest. And uh, I still think Arkansas is a year or two away. I said that, um, and I don't know if it was last week's podcast or the podcast before that. But I still believe they're a week away. And um, So no play on that one. I do like the under quite a bit, though. Clemson, NC State, no interest there. Another game that I would probably lean the under because I don't know how NC State's going to score. Uh, and Clemson's offense has looked terrible so far this year. So uh, I wouldn't lean Clemson and the under in that one. But um, as of now, no play for me. My next official pick, though, is going to be Kent State plus 14.5 at Maryland. Uh, we've seen Kent State battle with these you know, these big teams this year. And uh, Maryland in a huge look-ahead spot to next week against Iowa. Uh, I do think Maryland still wins the game by, you know, maybe a touchdown or maybe even two touchdowns. But uh, that 14.5 just too enticing to not take Kent State. So we are going to have Kent State plus 14.5 in a small play, but uh, just that look-ahead spot is just too too much for me. And uh, so definitely Kent State plus 14.5. I think they're about to put up some points against the Maryland defense. You know, maybe uh, they get out to an early lead and, you know, Maryland just battles and, you know, comes away with it in the second half. But um, definitely do like uh, Kent State quite a bit. Um, the next game I want to talk about, UCLA at Stanford. When I saw this line, I really leaned Stanford quite a bit, plus four and a half. But uh, I didn't know, did not know that, they lost a couple running backs last weekend at Andy. We had him in that in that game. We nailed it. A huge winner for us. 
UCLA coming off that win last weekend, and I'm not sure UCLA is quite as good as we think. You know, we, they beat that LSU team, who personally I don't think is very good. So, uh, but you, you know, Stanford at home, I think their defense is pretty pretty solid. Their that other quarterback they're playing, sorry, is pretty good. You know, maybe the UCLA offense gets right here. That's why I'm kind of staying away from it right now because uh, I did lean Stanford initially, and then I'm kind of and leaning towards the other way now, uh, laying the four and a half with UCLA. But, um, you know, no pick as of now, but I could definitely see myself picking, having a pick by uh, Saturday night. Tennessee at Florida. Tennessee is getting 19 on the road. Um, we had Pitt two weeks ago against Tennessee, I think. Is that right? Um, and they won. We talked about the Josh Heupel offense in the SEC. Uh, I just don't think it works. And I think Florida is going to maybe the Bama hangover here this week. You know, we'd always, we've always we known that's a thing. But uh, 19, I think, I just, I don't know how the Tennessee offense is going to put up that many points. Uh, I don't, they're not going to be able to run the ball. Um, and they're not, I don't, I think the Florida secondary is good enough to uh, stop Tennessee. I could see the Florida offense being a little stagnant to start. That's why I was kind of looking at a first half play in this one, but um, after thinking about all the you know, everything that's going on, the Bama hangover, uh, I am comfortable laying the 19 though at home in the swamp in a in a, in a rivalry game. So you know, hopefully they don't sleepwalk for too long. Uh, another official play is going to be Michigan State minus five at Nebraska. Uh, we were way off on that over last weekend. With Oklahoma, I cannot believe Oklahoma has not um, found their stride yet. I think it, I think it is a matter of time before they put up a huge number and everyone's you know going crazy about them again. But I I still don't believe in Nebraska. I don't think they're very good. They are three and one against the spread this year. Um, obviously, that one loss being uh, against Illinois, the first game of the year. But they they played they played Oklahoma last week. They hung around. Five does seem a little short after Michigan State uh, went on the road and beat Miami. But I think the ground game is going to be too much for Nebraska. And I'm very comfortable laying the five. I think this is a a 10 to 14 point game. And I think it's a comfortable cover for Michigan State. With a, a, This will be a, a pretty solid play. Kentucky um, at South Carolina, another game that's got a weird line, just five points. Uh, South Carolina in year one with uh, Frank Beamer. And uh, they got killed last week against Georgia. Kentucky, uh, we, we, we watched them against Mizzou. Kentucky, they've got a, a great ground game, and their defense is legit. And their offensive line is big time. Uh, one of the best offensive lines in the SEC, if not the country. So I, I do like Kentucky quite a bit here. I'm not bought in on South Carolina whatsoever. Um, we had Georgia first half last week, lucky cover, but I, I, I just don't see the South Carolina offense is not very good. And the ground game is going to be too much for them. I think to, uh, they're, I don't think they're going to be able to stop Kentucky. So, uh, same, same scenario as the Nebraska game. I see this as a 10 to 14 point game. Ultimately Kentucky covering obviously in the end. And, uh, I, I do think they win by 10, two scores for sure. Let's see here. I think I'm gonna have one more play. 
no, maybe two two play two more plays I want to talk about on here for sure. Uh, obviously, gonna have more on Saturday, so that's why you gotta go follow the Twitter page to get my full picks. But uh, North Carolina minus twelve and a half um, at Georgia Tech. Or I guess it, it's in Mercedes Benz, right? I think North Carolina laying twelve and a half. Seems like their offense is kind of finding a groove here. Um, I don't think Georgia Tech they don't have the defense to stop them. And uh, they don't have the offense to keep up with. So uh, it's an easy play for me. Probably a two to three unit play. Um, but laying the 12 and a half for sure. I think North Carolina uh, makes this, this. I don't think this is a game by the time the third quarter comes around. So um, I do like laying the 12 and a half here quite a bit. And then the final game I want to talk about is Cal at Washington. Uh, we nailed uh, Michigan versus Washington a few weeks ago. We were, we were I mean, they killed Arkansas State last week. Uh Still didn't quite see what happened, but I did see Tulsa's laying 14 against them this week. So, uh, I'm not sure if I missed an injury or something somewhere, but uh, I might have. But Cal getting 7.5. I saw some, I think Justin Wilcox is like 19-7 and seven at Cal as an underdog or something like that. I do like them to cover this 7.5, and, and I do like Cal. Uh, I, I think they have a chance there on that money line at plus 250 to win this game. Uh all year long, I've said uh, not buying into Washington whatsoever. I think they're bad. So I, I, I do like Cal quite a bit. Uh, definitely going to take that 7.5 all day, every day. And uh, maybe a, a light sprinkle on the money line as well. There's definitely a lot. I like a lot of underdog Saturday. Lots of uh, parlay potentials um, with those big money lines. I do like uh, BYU minus 23. I can see myself getting to play there. We've been um, against South Florida all year, and uh, we've won. And also Oregon, 20, 28.5. Arizona's terrible. They're they're bad against the spread. They're, they haven't won a game yet. I don't see them keeping it close on Saturday. So uh, definitely like Oregon there. Lots of late pack 12 games I see. And then uh, Arizona State, minus 14. Another lean there. Somehow Colorado hung with. Um, A&M, and then Minnesota just absolutely butt-raced them last week and shut them out. Um, Arizona State coming off that loss at BYU. We were on BYU money line. And uh, so I do think they get right here, and I think they do cover the spread. So in summary, you know, we've got uh, probably six or seven plays I put on the podcast. And then uh, we will have probably upwards like 10 on by Saturday. Uh, just seeing Minnesota minus 31 there I, against Blunt Green, I do like that as well. So maybe a first half play there. Lots of lots of early games I like. Uh, the afternoon slate, not a whole lot I like to be honest. But that night slate, um, a lot of things I love there. So definitely go check out the Twitter page to get my picks, especially for that Saturday night slate. I think I'm going to have uh, some big wagers on Saturday night. So definitely go check it out at Cisco Gambling and go follow the VIP at VIP Cisco. Um, accepting up to for the first 40 followers, if not 50. Um, just want to get uh, the word out there and, uh, you know, get the, get the followers up and uh, just let people know who I am. So uh, thanks for checking this podcast out. Uh, go give my Twitter a follow. Uh, shoot me a DM if you have any questions. And uh, as always, let's take down those bookies.